Welcome to today's special episode, Dual Cast Radio and Podcast. Listeners, listen up. I have Miss Aloha Hula 2022 P.E.K.A. Lopez in the house. Welcome and Ekomomai, welcome. Aloha Kako. So nice to not see you, but <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're listening. Listen up. We have such a special guest today. We have this incredible young woman. Some of you know her. If you're on the island of Oahu or Kauai, you know her. If you are listening throughout the world on the podcast version of our show, Harmony Beats Balance, that's right, Harmony Beats Balance, every time with Dana Mahina, you know we have incredible guests. Well, today's guest will teach you a lot about Hula and why Hula is so vital in her life and the life and the lineage of her family. She will talk to us a little bit about her big win last year, which is not so much about winning, most likely. It's about responsibility in Hawaiian. I believe that's Kuleana. Is that correct? Yes, Kuleana. Comes with a lot of responsibility, that Kuleana. So we'll talk about that. And she's gearing up for this year's Merry Monarch. We'll talk about that a little bit. And then to round out today's show, I've asked P.E.K.A., who also has this awesome nickname of P.E., to tell us about what's next for her and how she is actually sharing her gifts, her talents, her wisdom. Uh, We're even going to talk about Nike. If you haven't heard of their N7 program, it's been around actually since I believe 2009. We're going to talk about Nike today. So shout out Nike for recognizing indigenous people in particular women. So PE, the floor or the mic is yours. They can't see how beautiful you look today. (laughs) Welcome to our show. We're so honored. Tell us about how Hula has shaped your life. Um, Hula has always been a part of my life since the day I was born. Um, Also with my parents. Um, Hula has been the foundation of my family. Um, Both of my parents dance Hula and all of my sisters dance Hula with me. Um, Hula has provided me with values that have shaped me and continues to teach me lessons that I consistently use in my life. Um, In more ways than one, Hula has always been my my guiding um angel in in most ways because that was always the thing that never left um you can always count on hula to always be there whether you're in your toughest moments or in your challenging moments of your life you can always count on hula to um, center you again and for you to find your inner peace in some ways to keep going in your life That is what this show is all about, finding your inner peace, being grounded, being centered, having your feet planted firmly on the ground. Mother Nature's so provisional, isn't she? She really helps Mm -hmm. us to ground. Of course. So there are listeners that admire Hula or they've watched Hula on vacation or they live on the islands and they are a Hula practitioner themselves. There are many listeners on Harmony Beats Balance who may know a little bit of hula, but have never even seen it. So how in your best vision would you describe hula for someone that perhaps has never experienced it? Um, Hula is in a way something that's just passed down through traditions. Um, You can always count on a family, some families just keeping that alive. And especially with our history in Hawaii, 
um, with colonization that um, it wasn't really um, accepted by those who came, by the foreigners that came. Um, so it was actually banned, but some families kept it in their um, lineage that allowed them to pass it down. And eventually now we're here today and it's still living. And we like to thank King Kalakaua as well for bringing that back um, during his reign as king, um, bringing back hula and also incorporating the Hawaiian language as well. And, um, you know, we just thank our kupuna for um, being strong in that aspect of our journey as Hawaiian people, as Kanaka Hawaii, um, to keep that tradition alive for us to use and portray today. You know, on the mainland and in certain cultures, kupuna, the senior citizens, if you will, although it starts early here, I just turned my listeners no 55. I'm officially <laughs> kupuna. I don't have my AARP card that comes in <laughs> another 10 years. I have many friends here on the island who got their AARP card in the last few years. And, you know, it's a celebration because you get free stuff. What's really important about respecting the lineage and our elders and protecting culture and passing down stories, especially in the art of hula, if that's an appropriate way to say it, is that it is generational. It will continue to live and thrive. You're a part of that, PE. Tell us how you are a part of that. What are you doing to perpetuate? Um, well, being that I'm a part of that next generation, um, I think our kupuna have done a really great job at leaving all they can, all the ike that they can, um, for us to still be able to train in that kind of old um, Hawaiian way where we're just listening, we're just seeing, touching, all of that kind of stuff. And as we talked about before, it's our kuleana as the next generation to keep that going um, so that our kids can um, see the life that our kupuna has lived through the mele, through the songs, through the oli and the chants and all the mo'olelo and stories that they've, um, they've created, they lived um, in that time and for us to kind of have perspective on how Hawaii was and how Hawaii can be in the future. And how we want it to be in terms of being preserved for yes, all time. So never forget and never again will culture and stories and lineage be stolen as it yes. was during colonization. As I mm -hmm. understand it, I have a lot to learn and I'm really fortunate to be educated by people like you and our listeners are as well. So listeners, when you visit the islands, if you are a tourist or what's known as Malahini, is that correct? Malahini, yes. Yeah. If you're known that way, you know, it doesn't have to be that you are able to join in the culture. If you talk to a Kanaka Maoli person or a person of indigenous culture, anywhere you travel throughout the world, it might be the Maori people. It might be anywhere that you go. It might be Native American people. Ask them to talk story with you. We all have heard our shows on talking story. We've had experts on talk story. Come on. It's not just gossip. It's not just how's the weather. It's depth of really understanding one another. And that's how humanity comes together, which is the wish for this show, because that is ultimately what harmony is. And it is wrapped in the ribbon of aloha as we talk about. So we're going to change gears. We want to talk about Mary Monarch. First of all, 
I don't even know an analogy to explain to listeners that aren't aware of Mary Monarch. So I'm going to let you tell us, please. Oh, what is I love Mary this Monarch. 60 years. <laughs> what is this? Um, I'd really like to explain it to people who really might not know. Um, everyone knows the Olympics. The Olympics have sports. The Olympics of Hula is the Mary Monarch Festival. That's the competition that we strive to be at, um, to compete in and, you know, show our lineage, our hula lineage um, to the world because that is the most, um, we get the most views in Mary Monarch, but also just to, just to be there on that stage with your halal is just a great accomplishment on its own. And to be like recognized as someone who even participated in Mary Monarch. So as we like to call it, it's the Olympics of hula. And you won the Olympics last year. So tell us about that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know um, you're humble, but we got to know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What did it feel uh, like? Let's start there. Oh, what did that it is feel the like? question that everyone likes to ask me, but I don't know. Um, I was shocked. I, I was shocked and I think it took me a minute when my name was announced to actually like realize that it was actually my name. Like I know my name, but it didn't sound like my name. When Kimu Kawano announced it on the mic, I was like, really? But then my parents are right next to me and they're full on like hugging me, kissing me. And I'm like, did I really do that? Like I was just shocked. And like after like the whole shock came over, I was just like, so thankful that my parents were able to um, guide me the right way and to on um oh my gosh crying um I, just- I'm I'm working on not crying right now because I've seen I, I, we watched it during live we also have watched countless YouTube videos of a lot of the dances including yours and that moment. I, it's it's incredibly emotional and yeah. I'm not you <laughs> I can't be you so yeah yeah and it's like another level too because they're not only my kumu they're my parents too like they watched me grow up they they brought me into this life and you know as any hula girl growing up it this was this is a dream to run from a slow hula and it was honestly just an eye-opening experience to um, even be chosen to carry that kuleana and that responsibility from my parents and my kumu to um, do this. And it's just an honor and a privilege. Um, this win was a kind of a defining moment for me because as a 21-year-old 20, at the time, um, you don't really know, or honestly, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like, I have this one goal and this is my goal for this year is to train my hardest and to give it my all on that stage because that was from January to April. That was all we did was train, train, train. And I even took, um, I didn't take off of school, but like I removed myself from the field part of school because school um, requires us to go in the field and like be with the kids and teach. Um, but that wasn't a really... Um, comfortable environment for me and during this time I had to be comfortable I had to be with my emotions I had to be in touch physically emotionally spiritually so being that I was um, removed from that part of school actually let me like settle 
in with myself and actually let the emotions come out. I'm not really a big emotions girl. So those four months of last year was very challenging for me, but it all kind of just came together once we got to Hilo. And I'm grateful to my parents for being with me every step of the way. And um, we actually made a deal. We were like, in Hula, you're Kumu, at home, you're mom and dad. So that helped a lot in my training that I could still talk to them as my parents when we got home, even though the halal is right across from our house. But um, yeah, I always say with, with this title, it's not mine. It's ours. Um, I like to say that a lot because they're like, oh, what does this, what are, what are you going to do with this title? I was like, what are we going to do with this title? Because I didn't do this for me. I did this for all of us. My, all of my hula um, explained different lineages of my family and the connections we have in Kohala and the connection we have with Puna. And that was the main thing was to bring recognition to the family, to the Aina there and um, basically give thanks to our kupuna who have um, left these stories for us and that they're still here. They not they may, may not be here physically, but they're still here with us. And it's just getting in touch with that that will allow you to like kind of break out. Yeah. I'm waterworks oh over was, here. <laughs> so sorry. That was so no, long. Because <laughs> we teach in particular women, we do we speak to the Kane men too. But women have a really hard time not apologizing when we're emotional because we're sometimes yeah. feeling as if it's weak. And it's so like heart swelling with pride. You can only imagine our parents. Her kumus, her masters, her teachers, they're chanting, they're playing, they're uh, with her literally every step of the way from birth. And here she is bringing home this incredible recognition. It, it isn't quite like, you know, please don't listeners think of this as a pageant. This is not Miss Universe. This is so deep. And in some ways, the Olympics analogy is brilliant and yet doesn't even do it justice because that does not speak to what people have endured going back, 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 seven generations, at least in the lineage. And then here comes Nike and seven saying, this is going to pay it forward, pave it forward seven generations. So listeners, if you have children, you're an auntie, you're an uncle, you help children, you're involved with children. I want you to try to even get your head around thinking forward seven generations. That's a long time in the future. And Nike, the brand Nike, we'll tag Nike in the show. We'll tag Mary Mm -hmm. Monarch in the show. Mary Monarch competition's coming up again in April. We'll talk about that in a moment. So we're going to tag all that. So listeners that want to check it out or that don't want to miss it, they're going to know where to find it. You were asked by N7 Nike to represent. What happened? You get a phone call. This is Nike. How did that go down? And again, I'm shocked again because (laughs) I I honestly, I was like, I saw something. I was like, okay, she like gives out Nike. Okay, that's that's cool. And I saw a request and I was like, okay. And then I was like showing my teammates because I spend most of my time at the gym. So it's like either I'm at gym or I'm at home sleeping. So at that time I was at the gym and I was asking my teammate, I was like, brah, look at this. And he's like, that's not real. Don't answer. I was like, okay. Yeah. You could have thought it was spam. Opportunity 
gone. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, um, okay. So then I like go a couple weeks and another thing came in again. And I was like, oh, okay. That's weird. And then I showed my parents and then they're like, is that even real? Like Nike, like the Nike shoes that are by my door. Like, is that even real? And I was like, I don't know. So we kind of just like, we answered and we're like, oh, now you want to have a meeting. Okay. So we have a meeting. Mind you, I'm at a, I'm on a tour in Japan um, doing shows and everything. And we're like, okay, we have this time. Okay. Does it match with your time? And we're like, oh my gosh, this is so real. Because then everybody came on the Zoom call and we're like, oh my gosh. Like they look so professional. I was like, oh, wow. Hi guys. And my, and there was actually like three locals on the team. So even more so, it was like easier to connect. And they're like, oh, we want some, we want someone from Hawaii. We know about Mary Monarch. You're the Miss Lohula. Can we do this with you? I was like, this is cool. I'm down. And then like everything didn't really start to unfold for me until like we started like interacting more with each other. Like I'm um, doing the interviews, doing the photo shoot. Um, even after like going to LA and seeing a huge billboard in the middle of a town, I was just like, we walked out of the parking lot. We were like, oh my gosh, this is huge. How are we going to even fit this in our camera? It's not even going to fit on the camera. Um, but that was like only in November. And we, I think we went twice in November. Like we went, me and my mom went with my cousin and then my dad, we told my dad, we we're like, you have to come to this. Like, you cannot stay here. And it's only up for a month. We need to take you now. So, like, it was it was Thanksgiving weekend. I, we were in Japan. My mom and I were in Japan. And then we came back in the morning, left that night with my dad. And we we're like, okay, we're just going to spend two days here looking at our billboard. And my dad was just like, oh, my gosh. That's my name. Like, on a billboard like it was so emotional for him super cute and just seeing oh my god i'm gonna cry again just seeing my parents like in like in that like ray of proudness i guess was like it for me i mean i saw it at, in mary Mark too but i don't know it it felt different for something that was other than hula it it was really like night it was really nice to see that I've I've done that kuleana for them. As the hiapo, as the oldest of the family, I've I've did I did it for them. And I could see that they knew that too. So seeing them really proud of that and with me every step of the way, my dad helped with the Hawaiian part, um him along with other professors at UH helped me with that for when you see me, you see us. And my mom was the main communicator um, with Nike and our whole team. And I'm just so thankful to my team, all of, um, all of them, for being um, transparent with us. Because it, it's easy to work with a sport that has a system and has a structure. But with a culture and a practice, it's different. Like, we have things we have to do in order for this to happen. And I was so happy that they were able to accommodate all of our needs on the hula side um, at the photo shoot. And we were able to go and do this the right way um, with Karaka there um, helping us 
and at the beach with us, knowing, um, ch- kind of like looking, looking over us, the environment that's around us, making sure that we're okay. So I thank all the um, kanaka that came in White and I to Makaha, and to all of the team that has um, given Hawaii the chance to be represented the appropriate way and with great positivity. Um, yeah. Oh gosh, I vented again, but not in the <laughs> least. This is so illustrative. So the the listeners now have an idea of the pride, the lineage the history, the responsibility, what it takes to do it right. It isn't how your makeup is that day. It's how you're using the land. It's what you wear. It's how you communicate. It is such an incredibly deep, important, ritualistic, quote unquote, type of sport. I mean, it's not a sport. It's partly a sport, I suppose. There's so much more, which is why that Olympic analogy is the closest we can get. And yet it doesn't, it doesn't even start to cover what it takes to do it in the way you have to do it in order to perpetuate once again, and the pride your parents must have. And when you said, you know, I, I, I do it for the people, for my people, and you're up on that billboard. Did it, did it hit you at some point, P.E., that, oh, now it's my people being recognized? Oh, from the, from the moment they even brought the proposal to me, I was like, this, this isn't me again. Just like the title, it's not me again. It's for the people again. And I am so glad that I could do this. Like, I mean, it, there's, there's pressure. Trust me, there's pressure. But... The fact that even when I, when it um, showcased as an ad and the people responded to it, I was like, okay, then I know I did it right. If I didn't do it right, then it's, it's my fault and I apologize. But because the people responded, I was even more, um, the pressure was lifted. It was like, there's nothing. If my people is okay, if my home is okay with this, I'm okay. And they were, and that's that was the main thing for me was when that I was so scared for that ad to come out because I knew I had the guidance of my parents, but you um, you know, our generation isn't really the type to um, I guess support in a way, um, when it comes to um, other people being being featured, and um, just the support and the love that my friends, my family, um people that I don't even know gave me, I, I was just beyond um, humbled. And I knew that I did it the right way. And that was the main thing for me was that to do it the right way, because there are other people who um, could do this too. It didn't have to be me. So I, I very appreciate all of people's comments and reposting um, of my videos of Nike's videos. Um, and just keeping it going because it is our people. It's not just my people. It's it's our people and it's our home. So I was very happy about that. And social media can be a very dark, toxic place. And if yes. they, if the listeners check you out on social media, they will see exactly what you're talking about. This is for real. I have been following her since this win and trying to get her on the show for months. And we're so grateful that you actually were open enough to share your story 
with our listeners, where do they find you on social media? Let's start there. Um, okay. My main page um, on Instagram is underscore P K Lopez. And We're going to spell it P I I K E A. And we won't get into L O P E S P E K. We're not going to get into um, the punctuation in the Hawaiian. Oh, language. There's, yeah. <laughs> we won't talk there's about no punctuations anyway. <laughs> so just P I I K E A and Lopez L O P E S. And we're going to include that in the show notes, obviously. And check it out because you'll see for yourself the story. Actually, your, your social media, you've done such a good job. Shout out to you, your mom, whomever is working with you on your social. Because it's hard. It's hard to stay positive on social media and stay uplifting. And you're not always going to get you know, positive, happy comments. Mm-hmm. And to be able to handle that with such grace and dignity, you're way beyond your years, PE. And as a mom of young daughters, <laughs> my listeners know, you're, you're just, you're representing young up and coming women for generations to come. So before we have to wrap, I would like to ask you, because there's pressure and because it's almost April, I'm not trying to put more pressure on oh, no. you. You were no, so focused last year, right? You did such a good job of sharing your leadership. Get focused, tune out all the things that don't serve the purpose. Be be really purposeful on the goal. Get yourself in a headspace and a heart space. We talk about that on the show a lot in terms of fulfilling your goals and dreams. What are you doing to prepare this year and, and how's it going? And what can we do to support you? Um, just like, I, honestly, just like any training season for us as hula dancers that go to Mary Monarch, um, it's just our time to just dial in. Um, most of the distractions kind of um, lessen and cancel out during this time because we know from January to April, it's Mary Monarch. And setting aside that time to do that is, is tough on people too. So props to everybody who are making time for this and making time to be on that stage and with your kumwa and with your halal. Um, but I give, I give up my title in April and shout out to everyone who is participating in the group, Kane and Vahine and as Miss Lowahula. Um, I applaud you for taking on this journey because it's not an easy one to do. Um, so props to you. And I congratulate you already because just being in this time, in this training cycle as Miss Lohula, um, will we'll do a lot. Um, and just to make it on that stage, once you step on that stage, I know that you'll immediately feel proud of yourself because that was all I felt. Once I stepped on that stage, I was like, I did it. I don't, I don't, have, to, I don't have to dance. I just, in myself, I felt okay. And I hope you guys are um training well um eating well um sleeping well because that all (laughs) that all kind of calculates to what you have to do once you get up there and um yes congratulations to all the everyone who's going to marry monarch this year it's it's a journey a trek and we're doing it because we love it and we love hula yeah so the leadership lessons today are almost countless in particular for those of you listeners who tell us on the show continue to dm us you know where to find me dana.mahina on instagram dana mahina everywhere else make sure that you are applying the lessons 
from this young, incredible, inspiring woman. P.E.K.A. has taught us so much in this short time together today about leadership, turning down the noise, getting inside your body, being grounded, having a support system, you know, really getting hyper-focused on what it is you want, and then pre-planning, plan, plan, plan. She talked about settling. We all know that's one of my favorite topics, smart settling (laughs) and being smarter as much as possible. We're all smart. Every one of us can always be smarter. I don't care who you are. You can always be smarter. And setting yourself up for success is half the battle. And for you athletes listening to the show, shout out to all of you. We know how hard you train. We know how hard you work. And it is a mindset and a heart set. And listen to your gut and your intuition. Take PE stories today and her lessons learned and her wishes for yourselves for the future. And we're going to wish you for the future, Miss P.E.K., the most beautiful, loving, blissful life. You have earned it. It's not a deserving. It's an earning. And by showing up and sharing your story, you've helped so many people today. We won't even be able to count them. We won't hear from everyone. We know how many people are listening and we're able to help them and perpetuate. So the final word always goes to the guest. So you're going to close out the show. I'm going to ahui ho until we meet again. And P.E.K., the last word, the last sentence, the last quote is yours. Bring us home. Oh, okay. I love this one. My favorite quote, because I love what you put on the um, interview questions. Uh, She remembered who she was and the game changed. Say it again. She remembered who she was and the game changed. And Hanaho, one more time. (laughs) All right. For all you ladies out there, she remembered who she was and the game changed. And that's a wrap. (laughs) 